0: So, uh, I forget, and I should know this, what episode number is this? I think it's 16. 16. So, uh, welcome everyone to episode number 16 of A Show Has No Name. So, Rizwan, I think we gave uh, our audience a sneak peek into what we were going to discuss today.
1: Yes, today's the day we talk about shampoo and conditioner.
0: Shampoo and conditioner. So, uh, you know... uh, I guess I'll uh, fire off with, uh, maybe we can sort of make this interview style, but I'll fire off with the first question. What is your daily, or well, it doesn't have to be daily, but what is your regimen uh, uh, when it comes to uh, shampooing and uh, potentially conditioning your hair? Well, it's
1: the first thing I do when I get in the shower. Because, you know, I think most people, I would hope most people shower top down, right? Because, you know, you start at the top and as, as your your filth makes its way down, you, you follow it down to your toes. Um, so, and, and you know, if, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you hear other voices, that's because you can hear everything that's going on in my hallways in my apartment building. But back to the topic at hand. Um, yeah, so I, I get in the shower. I... Get my hair wet, and that's the first thing I do. I, sh- I shampoo my hair, and um, I'm going to go a little deeper in here. So I think, uh, so since the pandemic, you know, started, and well, really since since quarantine started, middle of March for me, um, I so I haven't had a haircut since then. Last time I had a haircut was on the 27th of February. Oh wow. <laughs> And, uh, uh, come on, you haven't seen me in a while, but my, my hair is pretty long now. <clears throat> so one of the things I have learned in the pandemic is, you know, what, what all the fuss is about, about conditioner. Right. I, I always wondered what, what, uh, you know, cause I mean, I've used conditioner before and I'm like, all right, you yeah, know, so it makes your hair a little, you know, it makes it a little, um silkier i think right well that's that's what it, that's what the short-haired rizwan taught but now that i have um, long hair well so what ha- what happened was one day uh i was i was taking a shower and, you know maybe maybe it's uh maybe should try some conditioner and it so happens i had conditioner in 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 my in my bathroom you know left behind by you know Past visitors, Um, so I um, so I tried shampoo followed by conditioner, which is what most people recommend, and uh, you know it really uh, really does wonders. It really like you know just um, untangles your hair. Like it really really resolves all your hair strands. Like wow, not only is it all smooth and silky. Uh, but um <clears throat> yeah it, it's easier to just you know, put your fingers through it you can um and and what, what other, what's more is uh, it's it's um easier to blow dry your hair because as i blow dry my hair i think i'm giving up way too many secrets here but <laughs> <laughs> you know, so i kind of you know bend over and you know kind of um, my hair is like down, and um, I got my hair dryer going through my hair, and you know, with my other hand, I, I just kind of I use my my fingers as a comb to kind of you know go through the hair and kind of air it out, right? Right. And it's always it used to always get stuck, and now it's not so so sticky in the in the strands anymore.
0: Interesting. So here's a let, let's unpack this. A couple of things you said. Um, first of all. How uh, you're supposed to leave the conditioner on uh, far longer than you leave the shampoo on. Uh, so how long do you wait you know, until, until you rinse okay. it off?
1: I, I think I think that's just a gimmick. Uh, this whole leave the conditioner in because really, I mean, if you look, I mean, if you look at it from just uh, you know what, I shouldn't. Uh, so uh, let's just be clear. I think you and I, Kamran, uh, I want to be. This upfront about this, we—I think I mentioned this in our preview—we are mansplaining right now, because women all over the world, you know, and generally people with long hair, you know, they've—they've they've known all about shampooing and conditioners, uh, always. And and now here we are, right? to guys who just discovered conditioner, uh, t- telling the world how it's done. But uh, so yeah, the intention is not to tell people. Uh, especially the long hair variety, people, how how to best use shampoo and conditioner. Um, we are both newbies, but I think, well, I'm not a newbie to shampoo. So I think shampoo, you shampoo, like you can tell, like if your hair is really really dirty, um, you can tell, you know, in the first go around, you know, like I can tell if the shampoo doesn't lather up a lot, you know, I just feel like you know, I should rinse this out and try again. So you, I put the shampoo in, just give it a good scrub in my hair and just wash it out. And there's no leaving it in there. And then, you know, if that, that first time really tells you, like, really it's a lather. I think if it lathers up really well, um, you know, that means your hair is your hair was relatively, you know, decent clean. Uh, but if it doesn't, <clears throat> you know you got to go again. So, and that really happens if you haven't showered in a couple of days. Um, but, um, but yeah, so second time around, you know, it's really clean off. But, but yeah, no leaving it, just kind of scrub, you know, rub it into your scalp. Um, and then you wash it out both times. Uh, usually I just, you know, one shampoo is enough, uh, one round shampoo. But then, and then the conditioner, you know, they say leave the conditioner in, but to me, the... The idea of a conditioner, I mean, so shampoo is inherently, it's 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 slightly alkaline. And the job of con- conditioner is supposed to be very, very slightly acidic to kind of neutralize the pH in your hair. That's, I'm just remembering this from chemistry class back from 25 years ago. Um, but the idea is that sh- that's what conditioner does. It, it neutralizes the pH in your hair. So... So that leaves your air you know, disentangled. Um, <clears throat> somehow. But the whole point is that once you have conditioner rubbed into your hair, I mean, if it's just you know, it's molecules. If the molecules are not gonna get in there and do a better job the longer you leave them in there. It's you know, they their job, if, if their job is really is to neutralize it, the the hair environment. You know, one touch and they're there. I think the the more important than leaving it in in your hair is really just making sure it gets to all the nooks and crannies of your hair. Nooks and crannies, probably the wrong word, but um, you get my point. Like it's as long as yeah. it hits the it hits the hair, and that's what's most important. I think uh, once it's hit, you know, all your hair, it's not gonna do anything more. The longer you leave it in there, I think. Um, so I just rinse it out.
0: So um, let's unpack this further. Uh, what's your take on um, the shampoo plus conditioner two in one?
1: You know, um, I think that's bogus uh, because I have used. Like sometimes, you know, you're buying shampoo. You're like, oh, this one got shampoo and conditioner. You buy, you buy the thing. You're like, oh, it's two in one, uh, right? But it doesn't really. It, it just. Uh, in in practice, it really just acts as shampoo. Like, I feel like I just shampooed my hair. You don't feel, it's a whole different, it's just a different thing when you sh- do the shampoo thing separately and the conditioner thing separately. The end result is just significantly different compared to if you use one of those two-in-one things. Uh, I think that's just like a, a scam to kind of make you feel like, oh, you're getting more than, the usual shampoo in this bottle. That's right.
0: right. Right. So maybe this is a good segue into me explaining what I guess my regimen is. You know, so go, uh, go not as disciplined as you uh, when compared to the whole top down regimen necessarily because the water you know if your hair is really really filthy the water is kind of taking some of that out um i find myself i don't know i'm kind of spontaneous mostly i do shampoo first uh uh, uh sort of by habit but you know not you know i don't necessarily religiously follow that uh sequence if you will uh that said i've i have so multiple people who use conditioner, the long haired variety I'm talking about have, uh, you know, and uh, people who don't know each, uh, each other have told me independently that, oh, you have to leave the conditioner in. So I've tried that. And my biggest issue is it just takes too damn long. First you apply shampoo, you rinse that out, then you put in conditioner. Now, okay, you gotta wait a couple of minutes. Now I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do. Uh, OK, maybe, I'll you know, I'll time it. I'll put conditioner on and then, you know, use either a body wash or soap to kind of, you know, wash off the rest of the body and, you know, spend time there and then letting the conditioner kind of seep in uh, and then rinse off the conditioner. The other issue I have with rinsing on the conditioner is, like, it never actually, fe- you know, with shampoo, when you rinse your hair, you know it's off. But with conditioner, I kind of always feel that, oh, I haven't really rinsed enough. It's still kind of yeah. slippery, for, yes. for lack of a better word.
1: It's like, is there some some of this slimy stuff in my hair still? Right, right. It's running so- down my face somehow. Like, you know, you just can't be sure. I mean, the only way, like, I, I just tell myself, you know, this, it it's, it's, you really have rinsed it out as best as you could have, and surely it's out of your hair now. That's what I tell myself, because, um, you know.
0: All you can right, know. and that's, that's kind of how I um, justify it as well. I'm like, okay, it's been at least a minute since I started rinsing my hair, uh, uh, trying to get the conditioner off, I'm probably good uh, at this point. Um, so, you know, it's a combination of, okay, it's gonna take far longer to get done with my shower because first I got a shampoo, rinse that off, put conditioner, wait a couple of minutes uh, and then come back to rinsing it out. It just seems such a process. And you so, know,
1: like what you were saying about, you know, you're not, never, too, never too sure if it's out of your hair. I feel the same way about, freaking you know moisturizing soaps like like use like a dove bar soap in the shower right it's just like you you rinse it off and it just feels like all over your skin there's this there's this film of slime not slime but this film on your skin which is the moisturizing bit and i hate it i want my skin to be squeaky clean you know i don't want this film of moisture on my skin anyway (laughs) uh, I,
0: I I digress <laughs> no no i I think it's 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 a related topic and certainly relevant so i and, and i I'm in the same boat um squeaky clean variety versus you know having a film of moisture um that reminds me are you a body wash guy or a soap guy a bar soap guy yeah i'm a bar soap guy too i mean i, I think have... it's just
1: its just it's just more efficient you know? it's like it takes uh, like the the liquid soap, um, the body wash just takes too long. You gotta, uh, I just never got the hang of it. The bar, you have a bar in one hand, you just kind of rub it all over you and, you know.
0: Right. Scrub, 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 and you're done. Um, whereas, again, with, with my issue with, I think I have sort of the same issue with the body wash is that, you know, you, you gotta, what's that thing called? That uh, squiggly little thing they gotta put the body wash on? Oh, that, the,
1: the, um, yeah, the the netty, the net net kind of thing, right? The net
0: kind of thing. There is a word, God, there is a word for it, and I'm, I'm blanking out. But you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, been, uh,
1: I, and I, you know, I've been I've been told, and I and I believe it. I've been told that that thing does a much better. Like, if you use the body wash with that thing, it'll do a much better job of you know cleaning you up because you know, and you know, by the looks of it, it really it does look like it would. It would do a good job of scrubbing you down better than your hands um and a bar so but i just uh, haven't haven't tried it uh, right also, i mean just don't i like don't like that net looking thing in my in my shower it's yeah
0: just, it mean... just
1: looks like this looks like it's uh it's just um with so much surface area and stringy stuff it just looks like a uh, heaven for, for bacteria
0: you know what i've always wondered that too um so, so there's that, um, it, it, you know, it, it looks a bit feminine. Uh, that's another issue I have, um, but uh, you know, what? I've used it from time to time. I have it in my, in my shower. Uh, and, and what I'll do is once every 10th shower, you know, I'll use that net thingy, whatever it's called, to, to, to feel extra, to feel extra cool, I guess. Oh, I use that net thingy today. I used a body wash, but I'm generally a bar soap guy, just like you. But if I want to feel really fancy, uh, that, that's my way of a fancy shower using that net thing.
1: Mm. I think, you know, Karan, one day, um, one of us is going to be running for office. And somebody's going to find this podcast
0: and and hold it against us <laughs> yeah hey you never know stranger things have happened so uh coming back to the whole shampoo plus conditioner thing um uh i have i have both uh my better half obviously uses uh shampoo and conditioner separately uh and so i no longer have um the two in one i used to use that you know just to kind of fool myself uh, basically, oh, I am using shampoo and conditioner, but it's just one one liquid, if you will. Uh, but um, ever since we separated the two, I just kind of put the shampoo on, rinse that off, and I'm pretty much done. Unless, again, unless I want to really have a fancy shower and I'm going to be using the, the body wash, maybe that's the day I'm going to put conditioner on as well. So again, perhaps one every 10th shower or, or so, I'll probably do that.
1: Yeah, you know, with me, it's like, now that my hair is this long, like sometimes I'll be in the shower and I'm like, I'm in a hurry. So I won't use conditioner. But then I, I, um, the time I save by not using conditioner, I end up losing because it takes longer to blow dry my hair because it's so tangly.
0: So, and that's a problem I don't have. I don't have long hair. So I, you know, I almost never blow blow dry it, but I can relate because I do blow dry my uh, daughter's hair. And um, f- with her, tangles are a big challenge. So we actually have a routine for her for where we first comb her hair before she actually steps into the shower to kind of, to kind of detangle it even further, then apply shampoo and conditioner, To make it nice and silky, and then blow dry it. Even then, sometimes you know uh, there's a whole tangle issue, but uh, much less so if you have followed that routine that I just laid out. Mm. So, so I can relate. So, you know, uh, it's funny how this kind of topic came about. Uh, You know, I think maybe I was probably in the shower one day, and I was getting fed up maybe waiting for, you know, the time period where you have to have the conditioner. And I'm like, you know what? This might be a good topic to discuss with Rizwan. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's how probably it kind of popped up. So um, I think we have exhausted this particular topic unless you have any other items to add.
1: Uh, I think we should talk about gelato next.
0: Okay. So ice cream versus gelato. Now I was surprised to hear Rizwan that you have never tried gelato?
1: Yeah, I just you know gelato, I think maybe maybe it was described to me incorrectly, but my just I just made a mental note at some point that oh gelato is just, you know, imitation ice cream. And I was like, I'll just I'll just eat the real thing. So of course I'm probably wrong, gelato is probably something else. <laughs> right. Uh, it looks like, I've seen it. It looks kinda like ice cream, but um it uh, does it what's what's in gelato
0: like, so i i'm here to change your world in terms of you know gelato versus ice cream not that i'm in one camp firmly but here's here's a bit of history before we get into the differences hmm. you know what came first you know uh ice cream or gelato so the answer is a resounding gelato came first and uh, this dates back to Um, I believe the 16th century, and I'm going to mispronounce this guy's name, obviously, you know, Italian, Bernardo Buontalenti. He was this famous painter, architect, and engineer, as, you know, most 16th century Italians, famous Italians were. Um, And he was also an amateur cook. Uh, And he is regarded as the inventor of gelato. And he was commissioned to prepare a feast to, and the article says in quotes, to stupefy the foreigners. Uh, I think there was a Spanish delegation visiting, uh, 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 you know, Italy at that time. So he... um, prepared uh, a gel- a gelato for the first time for that spanish delegation it was a huge hit and then we heard nothing or at least i didn't find anything about this guy afterwards so but he's credited for making that first attempt that said um who made gelato uh, you know a, a mass success was another italian by the name of uh, again i'm going to mispronounce this francesco Procopio di Coltelli. Now, this guy was uh, a Sicilian fisherman. Uh, And one day, you know, we're talking about the 17th century now. And um, he's, you know, he just one day he just gave up fishing. He's like, to hell with it. I'm going to make gelato. You know, Uh, he had some inheritance from his grandfather who had left him this contraption, which is supposed to make sorbetto. Um, and so, you know, he, um, he, um, immigrated to Paris, uh, from Italy and he opened what is known as the very first gelateria, which is a gelato shop in Paris, which is open to this day. And that's when gelato got really famous, uh, Mm -hmm. and sort of mass appeal famous, um, let's see what else did i look up for this uh and obviously you know with this mass appeal gelato production spread throughout france and europe now coming to the 18th century uh i want to say actually uh uh, we're yeah probably 18th century uh this guy giovanni bozio uh left from italy to new york and he opened you know, he, he brought gelato to, you know, he, he brought gelato stateside. Mm. And uh, Americans and New Yorkers went bonkers, completely mad for this new product. Uh, and so much so that people started tinkering with the Italian recipe. And, and eventually this created this divergence, which would later become ice cream. So ice cream came second. Gelato came first. And the main difference between ice cream and gelato, I mean, there are a number of differences, but gelato uses less butter fat compared to ice cream. And it is served at a much colder temperature compared to gelato. So gelato has less butter fat, so it's technically healthier. Uh, it's much...
1: But wait, does does gelato have... Well, besides the butter fat? Does it have dairy? Like, yeah, it, have-
0: it has dairy, just like ice cream. Although ice cream, uh, uh, the ice cream recipe uses egg yolk as a, one of the main ingredients, gelato typically doesn't have egg yolk. So uh, less butter fat compared to ice cream. I think uh, I, I was reading up a percentage range. I think eleven. a typical ice cream will have 11 to 14% butter fat. Whereas gelato has between four and nine. Uh, And it is churned out uh, much more slowly compared to ice cream. And uh, the end result is uh, the end substance is much more silkier and smoother compared to ice cream. Uh, And what that also does is it inten- since it's less butter fat and served at a you know warmer temperature compared to ice cream it has it gives f- flavors more intensity which i can totally uh, you know uh, validate because i remember it's been a year and a half since i since i visited italy and i had gelato all over the place uh i still remember even though florence is the birthplace of gelato uh i mean i had it there but i i had it in rome as well this one particular shop uh which is not even a known gelato shop uh in front of the pantheon i had um so i think italians pronounced uh, pronounced melon as melone so i had a melone gelato i mean rizwan i can still taste that the tip of my tongue it was just Delicious. The flavor was just—it was just bursting out. Uh, so you know, became a huge fan of gelato uh, after that trip. Not that I've given up on ice cream. I still love my ice cream, but I, you know, uh, I have I have a good appreciation uh, for a good gelato. Uh, and so, hopefully, that gives you a good primer on you know the differences between ice cream and gelato. You can technically argue gelatos are a little bit slightly more healthier oh by the way another another differentiation is um ice cream uh is since it's more solid less silky less smoother you know you when you go to an ice cream shop you know that the concept is a scoop or or two scoops you know you have to scoop it out right, right. with gelato you don't use a scooper because it's so it's comparatively silkier and and uh, smoother mm-hmm. you actually use a, a spade like a spatula kind of contraption mm-hmm. to actually take it out and then you use a miniature spade thingy to actually you know if you, if you get a cup of gelato that's what you would use a mini spade to kind of uh, versus a spoon to um, enjoy it so that's another key difference between uh, how to actually consume gelato versus ice cream.
1: I think, uh, I think I'm ready to to try it. I'm going to, I've heard there's a, there's a place in Princeton. Good gelato, well, you
0: know, uh, tell me what you find out because, you know, it's it's ironic because uh, when I think of Princeton, I don't think of gelato. I think of ice cream. Uh, not to digress too much, but are you familiar with uh, uh, these two? Uh, well, Princeton has several ice cream establishments, but are you familiar with Halo's Pub?
1: I think I've heard the name. Yeah, so
0: they're a very, you know, they're a famous local ice cream shop, uh, but uh, which my family really likes, by the way.
1: Uh, and they're not paying us for this. They're promotion. not paying
0: us for this endorsement. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, another ice cream shop. Uh, and their name is The Bent Spoon. And, and, the, and the name.
1: And they're also not paying us for Yeah, this they're spoon. also not
0: paying for this endorsement. And I think...
1: No, I, that's the one that I heard has gelato.
0: Okay, yeah, I haven't tried their gelato. I've always tried their regular ice cream. I mean, they are, you know, they've won several awards and, and for several years they were uh rated New Jersey's number 1 ice cream spot by one of the New Please, come top advertising. Yeah, I know, but you know, I'm I'm such a big fan. Um although they lost their uh number one spot 2 years ago uh it's, they're still in the top five uh they use all organic and local material you know ingredients um so that's my go-to place when i think of ice cream you know uh the bent spoon so but yeah t- try out if they have gelato uh let me know i'll try it out as well or if there's another shop, let me know uh whenever i tend to find a gelato you know establishment i definitely give it a shot but i really outside of italy i really haven't been impressed Maybe, maybe I'm spoiled. I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I, I think you're probably spoiled. Yep.
0: So I think that covers both the topics that we wanted to discuss. We, and we got to make a concerted effort to be uh, a little bit more disciplined about this so we can churn out episodes on a, on a, on a regular basis. Uh, I think this is the second time we are doing this whole anchor uh, recording over the phone thing. And it has worked out pretty seamlessly. I'm pretty happy with it. So until next time, uh, you know, uh, with, uh, a fun topic, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, th- you guys enjoyed this and, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll be back soon.
1: Yep. Um, hope to, uh, hope to be talking to you again soon.
0: Okay. This one I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.